Proper Madness, formerly Beautifully Broken. My name is Savvy and I give a unique perspective on mental health by providing tools, guidance, and knowledge on how we can better understand ourselves as well as our past and present experiences and in doing so, we can help heal our mental health. I get to speak with a variety of individuals from around the world as they share their stories from their journey through their mental wellness so that it helps others stand strong and use their voice. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to Proper Madness. Today's episode is all about overthinking, which I know is something that a lot of us struggle with. I myself still struggle with this on a daily basis, um, but for me, it stems from my anxiety. My anxiety has gotten a lot better very recently, and in that video, I share why it has and how I've been processing it and understanding it. I did a video on anxiety on my YouTube channel a couple years ago, and it did okay, it did pretty well, but when I looked back at it, I disagreed with a lot of the things that I said, and the the person that I was at that time, I don't know, I just, uh, it wasn't me anymore. I think during that time I was in an unhealthy relationship, and I was being someone that... I was being someone that I thought that person wanted me to be. And so I had a few videos that I uploaded during that time and a little bit after that relationship. So if you notice that a few videos are missing from my channel, that is why. And I'll be honest, I actually had anxiety today while I was recording my YouTube video for anxiety, which kind of worked out. But at the same time, I just personally felt like it wasn't, uh, I don't know, it wasn't how I've normally been doing videos. I've just been pretty busy lately. I can feel myself getting tired again and a little burnt out. So I think after this week, I might take a little break from creating content. Um, I just need the downtime, to be honest. So that brings me to overthinking. Overthinking, yay. I know a lot of us do it and it can be easy to get caught up in that vicious cycle of overthinking thoughts. For me, my overthinking stems from my trauma. Um, Overthinking is a way that I try to protect myself in every single situation that makes me feel unsafe. So I overthink every situation, um, everything, because I'm so used to reading into someone else's behavior to try to understand why they're acting the way that they're acting As opposed to just accepting their behavior for what it is, I mostly overthink other people, not really situations in my business life or my platform or anything like that. It's always to do with other people. Um, And it makes sense considering how I grew up and some of my history, but at the same time, There are times where it's completely unwarranted. I think because, unfortunately, I've had a lot of people in my life that don't know how to communicate properly, I tend to overthink what they actually mean behind what they say and what they do. Um, It's like, it's almost like detective work in a sense. Like, 
I love analyzing people and really understanding what makes them tick, but I think that largely came from the fact that, like, I never understood why people treated me the way that they did. I felt like if I understood the why behind their behavior, that I could then predict what someone may or may not do later on. Um, it was almost like a hypervigilance trait that I've developed. If someone does something that I don't expect them to do based off the assumption that I've made about them and getting to know them, I overthink everything. Um, if someone shows me consistent communication and all of a sudden it gets really wonky, I overthink that. Um, if someone starts acting out towards me, I start overthinking that. And I take things very, very personally as well. For me, overthinking and taking things personally kind of go hand in hand. Um, the way that I was raised in my household was to always predict every situation and every scenario from more of a safety standpoint. But then it translated into everything else in my life, which no wonder why I wanted to become a forensic psychologist. Um, but that's incredibly anxiety-inducing, you know what I mean? Like, to be able to overthink every single thing that's going to happen, that will happen, that has happened, that may or may not even occur, is exhausting. So that is where my overthinking stems from. It's a survival technique that I developed from a young age because I thought that it would keep me safe. Um, however, it's keeping me safe, or well, it was keeping me safe in scenarios that I really didn't need to be safe in. I think overanalyzing and overthinking can be useful sometimes when it's done constantly. It's almost like you're on high alert 24-7 and... When that happens, it's very, very difficult to stay in the present, which I mentioned in my anxiety video today. And staying present is key to overcoming anxiety and overthinking. That's why I got so into meditation, because it allowed me to just be in the now, be in the present, and not worry about what will happen and what won't happen or what has happened. When I feel myself starting to overthink, what I do is I'll notice that it's happening. And I think this is where meditation comes in handy. It's like, it's like when a thought, when an overthinking intrusive thought comes, it's kind of like cars passing us by on the street, right? When a car is passing us by, do we like run in the middle of the street and try to stop it? No, we're probably going to get hit by the car. So what I do is I'll let the thought finish. I'm like, all right, we're overthinking whatever we're overthinking right now. Let it just finish its like where it's going to go. And then when it gets to the end, I ask myself, do I know that that's true? And then my, and then when I get to that question, I go, all right, do I have any proof that this is true? I mean, half the time, I think overthinking comes from assumptions. We like to make it upset. We like to make assumptions about other people because it makes us feel better about being safe with them and feeling comfortable with them. But the thing is, if someone's not communicating to you how they're actually feeling and what their intentions really are, that's not on you. I think m much of my overthinking was taking responsibility 
for what other people were doing and saying all the time because in my life I was always blamed for other people's behaviors when that is not true. You can affect someone's behaviors, sure, but you cannot make them think or feel a certain way. Everyone is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions. And I would take responsibility for all of that. I would blame myself, and then in turn, I would take things way too personally. And then when I took things way too personally, it kind of perpetuated this really vicious cycle of overthinking and thinking that every single behavior that every single person does is always my fault. And that honestly left me feeling very defeated and lacking confidence and lacking authenticity because if you go into every situation with that mindset not even just like being around people not even just being around people even in like a work setting in business in your decisions it's going to impact you trusting yourself and showing up as you you know I wasn't showing up as myself for a really long time because I would always overthink what other people would think of me because I was always taking their behavior as my responsibility. So how I combat this now is if I notice that my brain is starting to make assumptions about another person that I know for a fact, if I notice that my brain is starting to make assumptions about another person or situation without any proof, I will stop and go, okay, do I know that that's true though? You know what I mean? Like, do I know that this is really... Has this person verbalized to me that that's why they're doing this? Has this situation shown me that this is why it's actually happening? Has this person communicated to me that I've hurt their feelings? No. Okay, so if none of these things are happening and none of these answers have been brought to me by the source itself, then I cannot assume that that is true. I think... We love to be our own detectives with life. We love to try to figure out what's going to happen before it's going to happen or what someone's really thinking or why someone really has this certain behavior. The truth is you're never going to know why someone's doing what they're doing or why someone's lying or why someone's manipulating you or why someone's suddenly not communicating to you or why they're not being vulnerable and authentic with you. You're never going to know why they're being that way. Unless they physically tell you. I think that's where, for me, passive-aggressive behavior infuriates me because I know that someone is acting a certain way to spite me because it's about me. Um, I've had a couple friends in my past that I'm no longer friends with where they have extremely passive-aggressive behavior and then they don't communicate to me what's actually going on. And for me, that's very difficult to be in. I think for anyone, it's difficult to be in because when you don't verbalize what you want and how someone makes you feel in an effective way while also taking responsibility for your own actions, it's just going to like, the miscommunication is going to get worse and worse and worse. And no wonder why we need to overthink all the time and why we need to overanalyze people's behaviors because, you know, a lot of people just aren't comfortable with communicating how they feel and there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make them bad people. You know, I myself have been guilty of that plenty of times much of my life. I was very scared to tell people what I thought all the time. So then other people probably had to overthink what the heck I was doing 24-7 because I wasn't 
saying how I felt or what I meant. And my words and my actions didn't meet up for a while because, you know, I was unsure of myself. And um, I didn't know how to be consistent. Like, I'd always just say yes to things I didn't want to say yes to. And I think that's much of other people as well. I think we're always... I don't blame a lot of us for having anxiety and overthinking. Um, It's a survival and defense mechanism that we've built up to help ourselves so we don't get hurt emotionally or mentally. And that's okay, you know, but there's certain, there's a time and a place for overthinking and overanalyzing. Um, There is. And for me personally now, if I don't have any concrete proof or someone hasn't verbalized to me something, I'm not going to make assumptions anymore. You know, that's exhausting. It is. Just because what it does is it takes you out of being with yourself mentally and emotionally, and then you're just so fixated on everything and everyone else around you. And that's, I mean, how you can largely become burnt out. Like, Sometimes people that I work with, if they start acting a little differently with me, like more aggressive and more petty, I will automatically take it personally. But here's the thing. Am I responsible for their thoughts, actions, and behaviors if they haven't communicated to me that I've done something wrong? No. And neither are you. Stop trying to figure out why people do what they do and just focus on yourself and why you do what you do and why you're feeling what you're feeling so you can grow and better yourself and move forward with your life because unfortunately when you're fixated on on the behaviors of other people 24-7 and overthinking what they're doing and saying it takes you away from yourself so stop avoiding yourself stop stop distracting yourself with other people in your life that aren't showing up the way that they need to show up and aren't doing the work on themselves and aren't healing and trying to better themselves in some way, even their communication. You know, I, I feel like I feel like it's tough for a lot of people to communicate how they really feel still. And, you know, I'm, I, I can't say that, like, I've got it figured out because I really don't. You don't need to figure out why someone's doing something all the time. You really don't. There's no point. What is, what is that going to bring you? You know, if someone deeply manipulated you and screwed you over in a relationship, is it going to benefit you to really dig and become a detective and figure out why they did what they did? No, because then you're just looking for a reason for it to be your fault. So then you can blame yourself. And then you can keep living in the past. That is a very specific example. (laughs) But that's actually for one of my girlfriends right now who I know is going through a really tough time. Um, She's trying to figure out why this guy completely lied to her and manipulated her for a really long time. And I myself used to be in that situation, so I would overthink everything. Um, I would overthink everything because I wanted to make sure that, like, I knew what was going on at all times. You're you're not going to know what's going on at all times we kind of have to embrace the mystery and the chaos of life you really do if you know what's going to happen 24 7 it's like reading a book already knowing the ending you may still want to read it but it's not going to be as enjoyable so that is all i have for you guys today i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope it helps 
Please be sure to follow and subscribe to this platform. It would mean a lot to me. And I hope you enjoy your wonderful weekend. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have to go through the eye of the storm to see the clear horizon ahead. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you next week.